old mansion. Between some spider webs, past the cauldron, where the remote usually sits, and some thing has moved it. There's a skittering to the left, a skittering to the right, and there you see it. Thing has the lost remote. Because we're watching Adam's Family Values, I'm Arthur, joined with Zach and Brian. And we are going straight into a sequel from the Adams Family. This one focuses basically around two storylines. Uh, one is the birth of a new Adams child has brought in a new nanny, and Uncle Fester has found to be maybe the woman for him. And she has found someone who has money. And that's the kind of guy for her, because she is a Black Widow type person who is interested in killing him, marrying him, killing him, taking his money. Meanwhile, Wednesday and Pugsley have been sent off to summer camp where they're going to be made into good little children and definitely not cause or <laughs> lead other children into murder. Guys, Adam's family values. Uh, best Thanksgiving movie or best thanksgiving movie well there's not a whole lot but yeah i'd say yeah i mean plane trains it, and it's 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 not a thanksgiving movie it's a summer movie with just a thanksgiving play uh it still winds up getting shoehorned into yeah doing yeah eat me <laughs> the uh all right so you know i kind of watched over a little bit because we want to just get into the meat of it but uh this really is i you know we get a little bit of the Morticia Gomez romance, which is still the best thing in the world. But hey, this is this is Wednesday and and Fester's movie, right? Like, yes. What it makes and when yeah. you watch this, it's uh, Wednesday does take. Uh, I think she goes front and center through most of the movie. I think this is actually her movie, which is the Fester side story. I think they use that plot device to push Wednesday and them to camp, and but she, I think, I think Wednesday's the central. In this one, yeah. Uh, at, at this point, has she already done Casper? Is she already a bigger? No, Casper's two years away still. Yeah. Um, but you know, Christina Ricci just overall, uh, the casting and the vibe from the two movies. It's hard to separate these first two Adams Family movies are extremely well done, and it shines through with that. Like, there's a reason you focus on Wednesday because she's just so perfect in the role and like everybody is yeah this yes, is one of my favorite periods of hollywood when we were younger when they were making movies about older tv shows mm -hmm. i kind of liked them like this uh, one brady bunch yep brady bunch one's great uh yeah. often forgotten at this point uh flintstones yep which i know at least the first one was pretty good Mm -hmm. uh, what else would you throw in that category? I'm trying to think. Like, I, I, I didn't even realize I'd even mention that. Uh, otherwise, I would have had a list ready. But I'm pretty sure. sure. Let's like. Ugh. I, I want to call out something before I kind of forget it. Just as a point, um, this is this is a pretty strong sequel, and that can't always be said for sequels, and usually isn't. Um couple things i think lead to that um one of course you don't have the problem that lots of movies have in sequels where like one person doesn't come back right yeah. um that's always the fun like major league two everybody's back except for snipes and then you've got like just like the random like oh yeah it's still the same character like you mm -hmm. probably should have moved on for willie mays hayes at that point but like you've got you've got the cast back and you didn't half-ass it. Like, you um, don't... Uh, no. Oh, real quick. So, I'm just saying, like, production-wise, the house and stuff, like, you still have, like, the look. Uh, the same director's back. Uh, there's just a lot of components that help help it continue it to feel like a sequel is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying there's the, the one person they didn't get back was the grandma. Was... Okay. Uh obviously not a big enough character for me to have noticed. No, she wasn't huge. I haven't watched it. Like she's she's there. She's she's important ish, but like 
I I like the person they got. I was gonna say the person it, we have is it's, it's great. It's, so it's a Christmas present. Yeah. To Holland. So Zach, when we were talking before this started, you said you were ready to see it just over again. Uh, yeah, I so. was. I was uber surprised with. I haven't seen this movie in years, and. Just going back through it and watching it, I could have watched it another time because it's there's so much stuff, like just little one line jokes, and I'm sure I missed some going through it. Like, and then especially the way this opens up is is just fantastic. When Wednesday's reading uh, like a quote or whatever about something going into death, and it's a cat that they're burying, and the cat is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they shake the be quiet. <laughs> I just think that's fantastic. And then uh, you know, Ralph, Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. <laughs> and Ralph <laughs> Julia just has some fantastic one-liners throughout this movie. And this makes me miss Ralph Julia so much. The the it's relationship on screen, it, like how much fun it looks like Julia and Angelica Houston have together. Um like you talk about leaning into characters and like really bringing up the essence. Like they're so good together in, in both of these. Like, again, it's yeah. harder to couple, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're just perfect. And Houston is just divine as Morticia. Like uh, really good stuff. I, I'm curious. Is Pugsley, if they would have done a third movie with the cast, do you think he would have moved up a little, or do you think he's just kind of there at this point? Because the kid that's Pugsley is pretty dead on, too, but he just mm-hmm. doesn't get much here. He's just kind of like the the teller to pen or something. Uh, I was kind of watching it this time and going like, man, he's not here much. <laughs> no, he, he only kills a bald eagle. And he's just... <laughs> aren't they ex- aren't they extinct? They are now. They are now. <laughs> And he uh, does, talking- uh, but no, I think he's there. I just think he's the, uh, the focus is on, he's the sidekick. Like you said, I think yes. he's there for, to help Wednesday drive a long story. And, you know, I, I like the, uh, when the baby's born, how she convinces Pugsley that they have to kill the baby because they're going to replace Pugsley with the baby because they only need <laughs> one boy. Well, that's not true. Not anymore. <laughs> I just love that. I love that. Yeah, I love Granny in this. And I like how they're setting the example, how uh, Fester and uh, Gomez are setting the example about how siblings should interact with each other and be friendly and stuff. But they talk about how they tried to kill each other as they were growing up. Oh, of course. (laughs) Y'all shouldn't Uh, try to kill the new baby because we tried to murder each other throughout our entire adolescence. And we're just so close. More fun that way. Yeah. Uh, I caught a new joke this time that I hadn't caught before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from Fester when he's talking about how he needs somebody, and Gomez says, "You've got thing." <laughs> oh, 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 you did, yeah. <laughs> somebody with legs, or two hands, I, legs. A little bit of, a, little a bit of an HJ joke, it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> so that was new. One of my favorite jokes, and I probably caught it before, but I just didn't remember it, is whenever uh, Debbie first comes into the picture and she talks about how Gomez is, a, Gomez is a lady killer, and he's like, acquitted. Acquitted, acquitted yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that's just spot on awesome. Just like in his one-liners in this are just perfect. Well, I mean, the, the, it's the Adams family. I mean, it's there's so much to work with. I think that's what made the sequel good because in the first one because we don't you know we're not doing that one yet but it's a story about they're trying to con the atoms and the guy who's playing fester doesn't realize he's fester it's just it's it's a movie it's a long introduction to the atoms lifestyle is the first one and then now we get an actual adams family movie in this one and and thankfully and and you're absolutely right like we just we got to just run with the characters thankfully they didn't like brain wipe fester again or something like that Mm -hmm. you know they did change him he does go off and like 
gets his hair they, and things like that. Yeah, they, they, but he just went cool. and found his he found his wig that he had in the first one and put it back on for marriage. <laughs> it's not the Ghostbusters 2. It's not the RoboCop 2 where they break them back down to the studs yeah. and like have to build it back up and you waste your sequel. They actually do new stuff, which I think is a lot of fun, especially, you know, pushing the two kids to summer camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Where because I, Wednesday, oh, she was caught spying mm-hmm. on Debbie. She was. Yeah. So real quick, just like for people who haven't seen it and are hanging with the, like we said, uh, there's a new baby. There's an ad for a nanny and we get Debbie. Well, that's after Debbie, we we run through all the other nannies at the agency and Wednesday and uh, Pugsley scare them all away. Like the one I really liked was the one with the puppet and Wednesday brings out the devil puppet. <laughs> to talk back to her. <laughs> I, like, I like how the agency suggested a Doberman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Debbie talking about her link to like, so I married an ax murderer last week. Uh, is a black widow you know she is a notorious murderer of of husbands and things like that so she needs to get uh suspicious wednesday out of the house and so she gets sent to basically the the rich kid camp from meatballs i think yeah so the other thing that i like about this is when it takes place because if this took place now there'd be no way the black widow character would work because there's no <laughs> you'd have too much of a online footprint you know what i mean like everything that she did whatever posted uh, come on the moving and changing her online, name. The i think they would they'd be on like the no. dark web making all that money <laughs> no. but my point is is that yeah. it, it works so great for the time because the story is she marries, she kills her husband, then she disappears, and the cops don't know where she's at. But it's fantastic because in the show that she's watching when it brings up the Black Widow, it has pictures of her. And then even later on at summer camp when the kid gets the uh, his murderer's card, it has the picture of her there. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Debbie. It's like, it is Debbie! It's her picture on the front of the card! <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, I just I, I think that's hilarious, and I love how they had that continually through you know a couple times throughout the movie. I I also like to point out about this movie. What I really like about this movie is the sad the sad fact that Debbie is an Adams. I I was waiting for her. It had been so long since I'd seen it. I was waiting for her to like hit a realization, and she stays like. Yeah, she absolutely is. Like she Keep going on that like, fits in so well. They love Debbie. Yeah, they do. Um, she fits in so well. I, if she would have loved Fester. Yes, if she if it was legit, she would have been. She would have stuck around. Like Fester's not upset about the attempt of killing him on the honeymoon. You know. Oh, the hot that, tub scene's great. Yeah, that th- it's a standard for the Adams family. So. What I what I feel this movie is, it's a because in the first one, while they're introducing the Adams family entirely, what does Morticia do with fake? I'm doing the quotations. Fake Fester. She takes him through the graveyard. Mm-hmm. This is tons of Adams family history here. She's going to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a Debbie Adams. Yeah, and she, you know, like, it would be part of the thing, like, killed three husbands, what a treat. You know, like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh, man. Her only crime was pastels. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Brian. That's, uh, <laughs> she just couldn't forgive her for the pastels. Yeah, she she respected everything else that she was doing except for the pastels. Yep. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's. She what seemed I, to have a backstory where, like, she wasn't, you know, like, it, like she wasn't fitting in. She was an Adams. She really was. She, was, Adam. it. she was just like, what? Who is the? I'm just gonna say this. Who is the normal girl? And in the monsters, one of the daughters was just right. regular. Wasn't a monster at all. She was. Yeah, yeah the one, daughter. Yeah, the daughter was just a regular girl it's like that's that was debbie for the adams family but she was such a regular, funny regular. she just appeared regular you know very you know but uh her her actions were very adams 
Yeah, she loved the dark and the death. And <laughs> Marilyn Munster. Mm-hmm. It was great. So that's what I feel. That's what when I watch this movie, that's what this movie is. It's a, it's a story about yet another Adams being added to the fam. Two Adams being added to the family. Yeah, and even at the end of it, when Debbie's trying to uh, take him out, they're still like they're all sympathizing with her. Oh yeah, they they are yeah like what about I like, love... I, I like the what when everyone's like what about Debbie? <laughs> yeah, especially Granny. Oh next, yeah. that takes me back. Yeah, like <laughs> she was home. She was home. It's just sad that and she I like, like and I also love the Gomez line right there when the and when Debbie asked, "Did any of y'all love me?" and Gomez is like, "Hands!" and they're all all their hands yeah. are strapped out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, and we're all Julia. Mm-hmm. Just... Julia, I Julia, dude. <laughs> this he was only alive one more year after this movie. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. so vibrant in it, you know. Yeah. And I mean, he's obviously full of life in Street Fighter too, but it's like Street Fighter also. Um, and what a performance! Just Christopher Lloyd as Fester is like he's just he's such a good ham in this. Yeah, they they cast this movie extremely well. Extremely this is, well. This is what I like like to call. Like a, a movie that just, I don't want to say couldn't be done again, because there's there's numerous people in the world, right? There's just only so many people in the acting business at the time of any movie. And sometimes the casting is just, they get so good and they get, like a lot of the casting is just so so lucky when it compared to who's working at the time. Yep. Like Houston... She had already, I think at this point, done The Witches and things like that. She's a great, you know, like goth queen, I would say, <laughs> type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Witches was 90. Um, you know, uh, Julia steps right into that. I Obviously, Christopher Lloyd doesn't normally look like Fester, but he just no. yeah. is such a great energy guy in that. I. Can you find other creepy kids? Sure. Are they going to be Christina Ricci? No. You know, like, yeah. it's just, man, great stuff. Uh, do you guys want to hop over to summer camp to Waikiki or to the police station? I forgot. Uh, somebody... Nathan Lane. Yeah. Nathan Lane I... is the cop. Oh, no, it's terrible. Class, I think in an acting class, someone did that monologue as like their their thing for the class one time. I, I forget where, but I had a friend, like, do that whole thing. <laughs> I demand justice! Someone has married my brother! No. She took him to Hawaii. <laughs> Get <laughs> out of here. Happens. They have moved yeah. into a large, expensive home where they make love constantly! <laughs> I hate when that happens. Arrest her at once, without delay. Who? Debbie, my brother's wife. The temptress of white kinky. <laughs> Who are you? What are you? Who moved the rock? Officer, you must issue a subpoena. I believe they own Gomez. No. A Buick! <laughs> leave. Please leave. <laughs> who, who writes that? It's so good. Yeah. A Buick. Jeez. Like, can you imagine the horror? Of an Adams in a Buick. In a Buick. Yeah. Uh, all right, summer camp. Yeah, summer camp is fantastic. I like when they first show up and oh, it's uh, taught, like the counselor's pitch. Like this is where uh, all the rich kids learn their skills on how to like be basically assholes to everybody. <laughs> yeah. At the very beginning of it. And then, yeah, and I love whenever they're introducing uh, kids to uh, the Adams, and they're like, oh, yeah, my daughter or son or whatever has already skipped two grades. What's your son, dude? What's your son uh, accomplished? Probation. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, like, yeah, so it's like the rich kids are obviously going to get the, I, I think they, like, took a look at how good the inner 
the exchange between Wednesday and the Girl Scout were in the previous movie. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yep. give us 40 more minutes of that. Yeah, yeah and bring back the same actress. <laughs> yep. Was it? Yeah. That right, We just talked beforehand before you got here, Zach. I was like, oh, on the cast listing, she's still labeled as the Girl Scout. Oh, I thought you were yep. still talking about the first movie. No. Yeah, it is in the first movie. In the no, well, oh, cast yes. listing for this one? Yes, uh, on on Google, just just doing the Google thing, Google Cast, it says Girl Scout under her name. Oh, that's because uh, Google sucks on it. But on it's the Amanda IMDb, Buckman. she's Amanda Buckman. Yeah, yeah. But I like to pretend that it is the same character and that she just it, forgot about running into Wednesday and Pugsley it one is. time. It is. I'm I going think it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it absolutely is. I yeah. think they're, I think 100%. I, I, same director, same other cast, like they brought her back. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I didn't scouts. realize it was the same person. I just put them together. It's the same. Yep. Same they person. Same. I am perceptive. Uh, I just have Hey, hey, Dracula's in Sundown. <laughs> yeah, but at least I made the mental thread that it seemed like she was back. <laughs> She's yeah, also in uh, the, yeah, the show Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Man, she man. ends up becoming a vampire and dates Spike for a while. I just looked at her vampire face. It's not great. <laughs> um, so top ten ghost stories in this movie, right? <laughs> or the horror <laughs> stories, the campfire horror story? Yeah, yeah. I. I, I know I love that punchline before, but I forgot where they were going with it. And Wednesday, they're doing like a, a round robin like ghost story where they're passing it off to each other. And Wednesday's not going to pick it up. And all the little blonde girls are sitting there telling the story. And then they leave it to her to give it the the ending. And she uh, caps it off with uh, saying, you know, what? When they woke up, they saw all their old noses came back. And all the girls are screaming into the night. Like... <sighs> And touching their noses. Really? Yeah. <laughs> How long could you last in the Harmony Hut? Harmony Hut was the readjust, uh, the uh, attitude readjustment room at the camp. I'm good at zoning, well, so I'd have been, I'd, I'd have been unbreakable. The first time I'd have been fine. The second time I'd have been fine as well, but they would have been so pissed off they stuck me in there with the whole bunch of musicals. Because I'd have been singing the rest of the time I was at that camp, <laughs> and I can't sing. <laughs> was uh, was the nerdy kid? Was he the one that's later on, uh, Harold and Kumar? Yes. Okay, so that was just a really young. What was that character's name? Do you remember? He's also in the Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. So the, oh yeah yeah. That's uh, he's Joel Glicker in this. He was yeah, also in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yep. He's he's great through a couple decades. Um, but I I didn't remember him being is that. He, is he a new girl? I don't think so. No? Or someone else? Yeah. You're talking about like one of the three leads? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the other dude that voiced like Spider-Man and Jim something. Jim. I don't know. He's in that Jake movie. Johnson. Yeah, he's in Let's Be Cops. That guy is. That was in New Girl with right. uh, Damon Wayans Jr. But anyway, back to the Harmony. Back hut. to Adams. <laughs> <laughs> back to the Harmony Hut. Yeah, don't do that to him. He's just a child. Yeah. But I also like the the speech they give right before they put him in there about or no no the. Is it right then when they give the speech? Don't they wish they would just die? Yeah. Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they'd finally started to turn the kids a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think the counselors are uh, uh, Gary and Becky are amazing. Uh, do we know one yes. of the counselors from anything else? Yeah. You know, from a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we got what's his butt? He's, uh, he's in uh, Ghostbusters 2. <sighs> And uh, he's also in uh, the Mr. Bean movie. <laughs> I like him in that. Um, I watched the Mr. Bean movie. Oh, that's pretty. Well, he's, there's probably more than one. It's just the one where he comes to America. With, yeah. With Whistler's mother. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other one, she's in. She's in some stuff. She's in. Um, she's in the Grinch. 
as the love interest who of the Grinch. She's, she's in a ton of stuff. She's, Here we go uh, again. she's also in um, Cruel Intentions. Yeah, she's the uh, mom. The, yeah, the mom, of, Selma uh, Blair's mom. Selma Blair's mom, yeah. Yeah. She's the stepmother on Into the Woods. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. She's in a lot of stuff. She's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, the uh, cast. I mean, it's when you don't when you don't half-ass a sequel, you can continue to get good people. It's like, yeah. why is that hard? Brian, the first guy, the guy, counselor, he's also in, uh, he plays Renfield in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah. No, 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 not another enema. (laughs) Or as I had to call it, the hydrotherapy room. And is that the, uh, does it follow up with the, and another, and another, and another, till you learn another, and another, and another. (laughs) Till you've learned your lesson. I also like, he's the one that also kills Dracula at the end. He's like, Renfield, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And he draws the smile on his face on the ashes. (laughs) Oh, Once again, we apologize for more non-movie spoilers of the thing. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I mentioned a movie that came out 26 years ago. <laughs> All the people that were about to watch Dracula Dead and Loving It this week. Go ahead. It's, it's still fun. Uh, it's available. Check, check. I can't hear you guys, but keep going if you can. Oh, okay. I can hear. No, Ron, I can hear you. I can hear. Yeah, everything's fine here. Okay, we're fine. Are you? Yeah. Yep. We're all good. So, <laughs> anyway, with the, inter- the interactions in this movie between Wednesday and Amanda are just fantastic. I love the uh, when they start doing the play, and they ask her if she wants to be in it, or uh, the counselors ask Wednesday if she wants to be in it, and she just talks so much trash on the play. Yeah. About how Gary can't write, and then but Amanda's <laughs> so excited that they picked her, and then they pick all of her friends to be pilgrims, and they pick all the outcasts. <laughs> yeah. I'll, and I'll, how does I'll that go for them? Natives. Huh? It goes great. How, how about <laughs> that? Who wants to? Who wants to lay out the how the play actually goes? Brian. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, I'll I'll tell a story. So the play is pretty standard fare kids play of the first Thanksgiving, pretty simplistic telling up to the point where the natives arrive at the pilgrims village and they're led by Wednesday Adams and Wednesday plays along for a short period, reciting the lines she's given. And then she breaks out of character and puts a little real world spin on things and uh uh i'll just say slaughter ensues chaos they start to burn the place down and i I come here to scalp you yeah (laughs) yeah go ahead brad sorry that's pretty much it i mean then and then then the shitstorm hits and all kinds of stuff you know a lot of fire the my the, my favorite part about the the whole thing is with Pugsley singing "Eat Me" as dressed up as a giant turkey, yeah. <laughs> and then I also enjoy how the um, the I guess the non popular kids try to kill the counselors. <laughs> they shoot the flaming arrows at them, and yeah. then they capture them and roast them on the spigot. <laughs> yeah. How many? Uh, they weren't pulling punches. Like the flaming no. arrows went right to where the counselors were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, they were, were right for the sit roast. We don't see uh, what's the character's name again? We said Sarah Miller again. Yes, you do. Do we? Yes. Okay, good. Sarah Miller survives. Uh, you see her on the plane when Pubert flies out of the house and he comes up through the window with okay. her and her parents. So unfortunately, Good. Sarah Miller survived, or Amanda Buckman survives. <laughs> or Girl Scout. And I also enjoy how her parents were like, "Hey, uh, excuse me, pal." Uh, <laughs> and they get hit oh, in the face with pies. And I love, uh, I love that guy. He's the uh, dad in um, uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. He's the one that you know. He's like, you know, I uh, got it in Mexico. 
offered to pay him at tacos. They love that. You know? <laughs> uh, just a terrible dude, the whole movie, and it's the best. Yeah. We're, go- we're doing Drop Dead Gorgeous at some point. Uh, Amber Adkins. It's it's a uh, it's a good one. Anyway, so he's great. Uh, I like seeing him pop up. Yep. Great douchey rich dad character. Yes, perfect. Yeah. He's belongs perfect. to many golf clubs, country clubs, whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. I knew what you were talking about, bud. No. Uh, what else? Uh, a little get another great Adams dance scene. You know, those are yeah. always great. Like I said, the scorching romance. Uh, anyone who grew up a goth kid in the '90s probably has the Adams family romances to blame. I would think. Probably. And Heck bullies. yeah. I but, also I also really enjoyed during that dance scene how they uh, both Gomez and more. Tisha try for a split second each one of them play pay attention to somebody else to make the other one jealous oh, part of the show. It, oh it's amazing they, they know yeah, what they're doing great. i love that that relationship they know everyone's watching and, and yeah. i also enjoy how uh, gomez pulls the uh he pulls the uh, uh tablecloth and does the little spins to show with it and she grabs the clamshells and she, yeah. you know, clacking them. And then when yeah. she puts the clamshells back, he throws the the tablecloth and it goes back under the dishes. <laughs> Dude, Adam's got it, man. He got some swag. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we want to call it at the movie? Anything? The different murder attempts or any kind of... I, I enjoyed the guillotine attempt <laughs> uh, to kill Pubert and he sticks his hand up there and catches it. Yeah. And they're like, oh. children, what are you doing? Playing. What did the kid get? Well, because the, the baby, the little storyline with the baby changing while Fester's away is great. What does he yeah, get? Yeah. Dimples? Yeah. Uh, no, or, no, no, not yet. He says, well, he eventually does. Dimples. And Gomez yells, not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, we're I, talking I, dimples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the baby was. An orthodontist president. <laughs> Why take me? <laughs> uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. I also nice. like how Fester had no, he was nervous talking to girls, but he had no problem taking, doing a lot of photo shoots. <laughs> yeah, those are two different things. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We never get the behind the scenes of that stuff. Maybe it was just a, a struggle for those photographers. It's just one picture. They got one good shot and they just spread it around. Probably. One it's photo quite shoot. Probably. All right. Uh, you want to go into sweet treats? You want to talk about the movie? Any? I mean, it's it's awesome. It's such it's yeah. It's what you want out of a sequel. Uh, See it. Yeah. See both of them. It doesn't. Break it. It doesn't do the 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 thing like I call the RoboCop two rule, like which we already yeah. touched on. Um, do it again. It's how you do it. Do it it's, again. Or, whereas later '90s, whenever you do a sequel, you lose your lead and you put French Stewart in the role and you put it on video. Like that. That's how it works. Like God, that's how those things go. Gadget. Gadget. I think a couple other things. French Stewart showed up in so many crappy directed <laughs> video sequels. It's like well. We need a name still. It's like, we got French Stewart. It's like, yeah, but we need a name still. Yeah. It's like, well, you always in Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Sorry, French Stewart, but you are a bad sign <laughs> in secrets. All right, Ryan, sweet treat? Yeah. You know, I, uh, I actually was like delving into this movie. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a sweet treat somewhere. You know, it's something, something to look at. And, um, you know, I was thinking about the whole Debbie situation. I was like, no, that's more of just a whole commentary on the movie. It's not really a sweet treat. Then I then I latched on to how the grandma's curse actually worked. Um, you know, because she did technically, like, she didn't burst in the flame, but she did turn into dust. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, I looked up. I looked up that curse to see if it was an actual like curse, and uh, I think uh, the site I found is full of bullshit magic spells. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, so that was a no. And I was like, well, let's think. I was like, wait a minute. Did ballerina Barbie and Malibu Barbie come out at the same time? And the answer is yes. And now we're going to talk about Debbie's parents and Debbie. So Debbie wanted Debbie ballerina Barbie because she was delicate and whatnot. She's like, that's what she wanted. That's what she wanted. And her parents didn't listen. They just got her one of the Barbies and left it at that. And she, she got Malibu Barbie instead. What was the real crime of the parents? Well, it, I wouldn't call it a crime. They just didn't get her ballerina Barbie. And that could have been for several reasons because Malibu Barbie actually came out before Ballerina Barbie by several years. So she was like, you know, from the, initially it was made from 1971 to 1977. And Ballerina Barbie, uh, and I believe the initial release date was 1976. So just throughout the about the end of the run of Malibu Barbie we get coming out of the gate ballerina Barbie. So it's a new Barbie, which might've made it more difficult to get, which might've been why the parents didn't get it in the first place. But also it shows that Debbie wanted the new, the new thing rather than the old Malibu Barbie. But Debbie was more like Malibu Barbie than she was ballerina Barbie. Let's just be honest. Yeah, you can tell she wants the new thing, Brian. Remember, no new Mercedes this year, Debbie. We have to, we set, have to set an example. example. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I just wanted to point out the parents didn't probably didn't ignore the request. They just couldn't fulfill it because Ballerina Barbie was new, and Malibu Barbie was at the end of the run. So there's probably more of those available than, Malibu, than Ballerina Barbie. That is a dimension to the movie I didn't think we were gonna. Have. <laughs> Well, we got and it I now. Appreciate that. I appreciate it. Uh, though, oh, there was one more gag. I just checked my notes. Uh, I forgot to call out. I love the uh, the what was it like the bachelor party for Fester with the cake that has the woman inside. Say <laughs> <Hey>, lovey. <laughs> did you, uh, woman. did you put her in the cake before or after you baked it? Was she oh, in before she... you baked? Was she yeah. in before you baked? <laughs> that was a gift. That was. I hope you guys recognize the gift that I sent you guys. That was that same. Yeah. Fester's response. Oh, that poor girl. <laughs> Say lovey. So good. All right. Uh, movie <laughs> Here at the Lost Remote Podcast, we like to pair the movies with you, like a. Fine wine is a steak. Uh, sometimes we're kind of dicks with it, it seems. <laughs> Where it's not the sometimes. best eating of stuff. I, I'd like to get back up. We, we're trying to well, give you a, a theme. We're, we're giving you a theme or something that flows well together or has a common thread. Who would like to go first I'll on go what first. you would pair with Adam's family? Bonnet. Bonnet. Brian. Bonnet. I went with toys. Which would because, you show first? Oof, I think I would. Why. It's it's it to me. I don't know if it would really matter which one went first because the the main focus is family relations and, and odd families and Joan Cusack. Yeah, I was about to say Joan Cusack's yeah. in both of them. I love I love her performance in this movie and I love her performance in Toys. Okay. Basically, a Joan Cusack night. Nice, Zach. Uh, man, I I would just pair this with itself and watch it twice. But in actuality, I am going to go with a uh, another Raul Julia movie, and this one is I got to check the title because I can't remember. Street Fighter, The Rookie, with Clint Eastwood and Charlie Sheen. And Raul Julia is the villain and the rookie. 
No, I would not watch Street Fighter. Street Fighter and Double Which... Dragon will be watched at the same time because they're both garbage. You monster. Uh, <laughs> Which are you watching first, Rookie or uh, Sin I'm going to watch The Rookie first because so, you basically just get a little taste of Raul Julia and The Rookie. And in Adam's Family Value, it's full front and center. So, so we're going to we're gonna make me do this, right? You're going to pair yeah. together. They, they should. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Adam's Family followed by Adam's Family Values. Uh, my backup was to do the So I Married an Axe Murder and Pull It Off from Brian last week because you get the double mm-hmm. Black Widow type yeah. story. Definitely. Uh, but you were supposed to be out of the womb when the letter is placed on the table. But honestly, <laughs> someone needs to do these together. You know, like, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll do it this time. I'll do the uh, the movie with the sequel. Um, Which are we watching first? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we're doing Adam's Family Values first. <laughs> it's doing it's going in podcast order. No, let's let's start yeah. with the original. Uh, all right, rankings. Who wants to step up first? Oh no, I'll go first. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, this is movie number sixteen that we're doing this season, correct? Eleven total brought over, so sixteen. Ah oh, man, you're gonna have to. It's it's not gonna crack my top three. Your top but... three right now, from first to third, <laughs> Ghostbusters, Lost Boys, and Monster Squad. Uh, I'll do your next four from there. Scrooged, New Nightmare, Evil Dead 2, and Evil Dead. I'm going to put this above the Evil Dead and under Evil Dead 2. Mm. It's really good. It's just everything above it I would watch more. I mean, I I, I was thoroughly surprised with how much I enjoyed watching it again. But I haven't watched it in a I, long time. So. I, uh, like I said, the consistency across the board and the continued quality and aesthetic uh just really made me so many sequels don't do that your top three first and third are ghostbusters new nightmare and batman returns where hearing what else keep going next one's poltergeist Scrooged. Yeah, I said it right. Evil Dead 2, Monster Squad, Demonic Toys. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Give me the, the Scrooged area again. Uh, <laughs> Poltergeist, Scrooged, Evil Dead 2. Uh, I'll put this above Scrooged. Ooh. Ooh. Spicy. You know what? It's because the Adams family is uh, too legit. <laughs> too legit to quit, my friend. <laughs> no pretense. Adam's the Adams family. family. Oh, oh. Ooh, that didn't work. They, they, right. they want to live where they want to go play. They want to play. I can't remember the whole song. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what they do what they want to do that is family uh so my buddy my buddy one time i guess i'd forgotten about, i knew mc hammer had an animated show but he pointed out that the opening to the show is this minute and a half long like origin story that's extremely like overly detailed and it's like then he went outside he found some magical shoes he put on the magical shoes and it's like, you know, like there's too many lyrics about the steps that it took to get the magical shoes. We're going to be like, he found some magical shoes and became like, you could skip some steps there. It's like, he tied the laces left. He, you know, like it, it has like too much detail, but like I finally, like I looked it up and listened to it. And it is. It's like, he found magical shoes. He put on the magical shoes. <laughs> like, so obviously high quality television. <laughs> Uh, my top three, Ghostbusters, Batman Returns, Monster Squad. So I just want to point out that somebody was paid to write and record that song. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Hammer recorded it. Yeah, hopefully uh, they wouldn't do it for free, Zach. Oh, God. But well, they should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me, let me 
see if like within like 20 seconds I can find it. Oh jeez. <laughs> uh. Folks, I'm not doing it while he's doing his thing because I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a crap who did it because I don't even think I've even heard it. I think he's trying to look it up so we can hear it. Well, yeah, I was going to like... Uh, uh, Adam's too legit. Well, while we're at it, let's talk about street sharks. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I can't. I can't find it. Um, All right. Anyway, moving on. Arthur. I did find the animated groove lyric, the Adam's Family groove lyrics. All right. Uh, they do what they want to do, say what they want to say, okay. how they want to play how they want to play, dance how they want to dance, kick and they slap a friend. The Adam's Family. <laughs> Adam's too legit. <laughs> yeah, good times. Uh, that definitely uh, slapped. Uh, all right, so hi, Kitty. <sighs> Ranking this is gonna be a little tough for me. I like a whole bunch of my next ones: Lost Boys, Burbs, New Nightmare, Blob, Evil Dead Two. So I'm gonna put this right after the Burbs and over New Nightmare. So we're all in agreement. It's very solid. Yeah. yeah. New Nightmare's better movie, but what am I going to watch? Fun. I'm going to watch Sarah Miller getting roasted. Watch G- uh, Gary. She's changing the words. The temptress of Waikiki. Ah, <laughs> uh, so by the time this releases, we will. Well, we're seeing what we're seeing. Ghostbusters on Friday. Let me let me release this Friday morning so we can say like we'll have be seeing Ghostbusters today. Afterlife. Afterlife. I'm still calling it Ghostbusters 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that. Has should... anyone here? Uh, I guess everyone here has played Ghostbusters three. I yes. played yes, yes. up until like the first level with the water dude, and I got pissed, and I never finished. You it. got pissed. You get, yeah, I can never beat him. <laughs> You're talking about the fisherman. Yeah. yeah. What? I didn't. I. It's a game where I'd keep uh, like going away for a month and like the controls on okay. like the trap and slam and I just need to watch it on YouTube. Yeah, and, you do because oh man, there there are parts in that game, like that that boss is pretty cartoony, but there's also like really scary stuff in that game. There's some creepy moments in that game, I'll tell you that. Where you get yes. separated from the other Ghostbusters, and I'm just like, geez, this is creeping me out. It's nice. like, it was nice. Yeah, I was like, this is a... Like, maybe not... Like, I, I saw somebody talk about this game once on YouTube, just because I was like, oh, I wonder what this asshole thinks. And and uh, I was right. He was like, it wasn't really that good. And they're like, you know, the controls... I'm like, you're talking about guys who just walk around with a proton pack. Of course, the controls are going to be simple. The combat's going to be like he went with the mechanical route. And it was like this was a narrative game all the way, and I loved the mechanics because I don't like it when they go too crazy with the mechanics. Yes, I like the overheat. That was okay. That was enough for me. I was like, yeah, they needed to limit that somehow, but they really didn't need to. But I, I like that. I, I I played the game whenever I could. I played the game with just the Proton Pack. I said, screw the other attachments. I played with just the Proton Pack as much as I could. Nice. And you can do that. There's some mechanical things you have to do at some point, but other than that. Yeah. I tried to fight every boss with the Proton Pack. Just didn't always work. (laughs) No, you can do it. Like the the only like most of the bosses do not require the attachments. No, I know. If any, I think the only think... one that really, I don't even think. I'm trying to think. I don't know if any of the bosses act. The, the, a lot of the attachments made it easier, Zach. Mm-hmm. Because the, but I think you, the, I thought the last boss you actually had to use the attachments on. Mm. I get it. Switch between two of them to defeat it or whatever. I can't remember. It's been it's been yeah, years yeah. since I played it. But, but Arthur I... missed the best part of the game, which is hanging down on the building and fighting the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. The member berries, yeah. Yeah, that was so much fun. And I also like that the character that you get to play in this is just a kid from Bully growing up. 
It's a chubby, shaved-headed white kid, white guy. Oh, the the, game. the character that they give you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I I'll look up the animatics and start watching it. Um, or a playthrough. Maybe just a playthrough. I mean, I mean, I have I have it again. They gave it to us free on Epic Games. I can try to start playing it again. It's hard to I just, admit how I, I, bad I, I am I'm, at it. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm imagining how bad you have to be. <laughs> it's the, it's the thing where it just took too long, went away from it, and then like you forget the controls, you got to do the stupid intro again, I, and then it's I, like. I understand, but I think Slimer should have prepared you for that fight. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that's the. I don't know. There was some stuff, and then I got hurt, and then I died, and I got pissed. I, yeah, you get you get to find some cool stuff and put in there uh, in the firehouse too, that has some interactions with it. Yeah, that kind of drags away from the game. I hate when I kind of I like I like the little lore bits of the artifacts. It's fun. Some of them are pretty creepy, but geez, I yeah, hate I didn't when really they do that because it's like don't... oh, I got to go look for stuff now. It's like this slows uh... down the narrative pace of the game. Yeah, I don't remember that you had to look for them. I thought they just came up whenever no, you're walking, compulsion. going through it. Compulsions. Oh. And you get XP, Zach. Oh, dude, it's been money. a decade since money. I played you it. Money. You get money, and that you can buy attack, like buy upgrades with it. That's why I did it. But it reminds me of um, this is a little short sidebar for no one who's going to have any idea what I'm talking about. There's a game called I think it was Final Fantasy 13. I've played several Final Fantasies, but this one there's always moments in the game where there's an open world to explore freely. You understand what I'm saying? Like sandboxy. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they do from almost like the first two discs of the game, you are railroaded. You're in a hallway basically. And then there's an open world part, but the story makes it seem like you're very urgently having to get something done. So I, I, I went straight for the story quest cause I'm like, Oh, I got to do this because narratively it would make sense and you're not supposed to because I started coming up against bosses and well one boss I just couldn't beat because I was way under level and I was beating a whole bunch of other bosses way under level it's like oh thanks game my experience with Final Fantasy and it might have been 13 um, was watching my roommate come around a mountain and there's these two big dragon things that he had to fight <laughs> And then he goes back around the mountain to where they respawn. Then he comes around the mountain to beat them again. And I watched him do that for like three or four hours for the same reason you said. Like, and I just, I, I had to sit there and just go like, this is, this is insanity. Why are you doing this so long? And then, well, I, mean, I didn't watch it like straight, but I come back, I drop by his room again and be like, this is the same two creatures, isn't it? He's like, yeah. And I understand the concept, like. He had to get his XP, and it was the smartest place to mine, and blah blah blah. Yeah, it sounds but like he was. Um, that's not a game. <laughs> grinding for specific items. It, there's, there's, there's like all I had to do was complete side quests. There were actual side quests to complete. It sounds like what he was doing was hunting for drops, like specific drops from those monsters, so he could craft things that he he wanted. He he game. had mentioned it was for the XP to be powerful. I don't remember drop. Anyway, oh, well, it he wasn't was a to, game. He was trying to outlevel it then, because you don't have yeah. to. It just you, you don't have to do that. Let's just say that. <laughs> it just I like games to be games. Well, that game is a game. It just the the narrative didn't fit for open exploration because there's t what he what's what he was doing is something I never did in that game. Never had to. Whatever he was like, he just wanted to out level that. He wanted to level everybody up to maximum. It sounds like, yeah. but you don't have to do that. <laughs> but um, anyway. Uh any other new stuff we're checking out? Lately, that you need to call out. Oh, new stuff. I got back into watching uh, Battlestar Galactica again. Oh, I I've been thinking about how much I'm due for a rewatch in the next okay. year. Zach, have you seen it? I've seen Bears Beats in Battlestar Galactica. Ooh. Uh, how far along are you, Brian? I'm still on. I think. Uh, 
um, I, I don't know how many times I've rewatched it, but I'm Gaius. Gaius is on uh, Cobol. Uh, they're still trapped on Cobol, and Starbuck has gone back to uh, whatnot. Trying to. Uh, are we talking season two? Is that season two? I'm not sure. I don't I, know. I don't know which season. All I know is season two, that homecoming episode has some, like one of my favorite like music kind of settling things. Like, uh, just what is a that when the fleet gets back together is what I think. I think that's the song you're talking about. Uh, I'm talking about the walking around the apartment and homecoming. Uh, not a not a fleet based thing. Oh, like... you mean um, when Starbuck gets back to her? Yeah. Okay. Was that season two or one? I don't, I don't know. Anyways, what a what a show. Too bad they didn't have the budget and the opportunity to, to exactly know when they were wrapping stuff up and have a clear yeah. vision. But, like, I don't care. It rules. It does. Like, the first two seasons are just so amazing. And, the, and of course, the miniseries. And then, yeah, I, like, I don't dislike it. It's just... I season yeah season four was the last season right pretty rushed yes. yeah that and that's my thing it's like it's too bad they didn't get to do their own terms down the stretch but I uh, I'll still take it over pretty much anything and like that ride is so good yeah Arthur who's your favorite character in the show you it's can do multiple so, ones it's been so long it's uh I've it's probably been at least seven years since a watch oh. uh, or maybe maybe it's been a while i mean pop I love, Obama, I love, for sure starbucks salt eyes like I love yeah he's, he's... I, the relationship there between the two of them is great um i like just, the lawyer <laughs> uh i forget who the lawyer is yeah have you ever seen the uh the portlandia episode about it uh-uh. Look up Portlandia, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Uh, uh, and after this, we could watch it. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's pretty funny. It's like seven. <laughs> right. sort of. um, Zach, Zach appears to be getting impatient of our talking. No, you guys are fun. Yeah, Zach, I've, I've never seen it. Uh, I've started watching the new season of Yellowstone. Hmm. And uh, I know y'all haven't seen it, but you are... should definitely check it out. So that's the one with Yogi and Boo Boo. No, that's Jellystone. Oh, oh <laughs> damn! Doodle, I'm sure <laughs> it's the one. It's Kevin Costner is the uh, cattle rancher, and he's kind of like a. Uh, and he's the last vote to decide who's president. Try it, and his daughter <laughs> votes for him. <laughs> is that what happens? Did you just spoil swing votes? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> damn it, Zach! We have rules here. We're reviewing one movie. <laughs> His daughter votes for him in that movie. That's so dumb. Yeah, and then she well, because he's he gets instead of going to vote, he gets drunk at a bar, and she finds out, and so she goes to vote for him, and then she is shocked that it lets her start, so she like unplugs the machine or kicks it or something like that, and it crashes all the ballots, <laughs> it crashes all the machines. What? Congratulations, you don't have to watch Swing Vote now. Hey, <laughs> you should watch it because I believe it's a. Kelsey Grammer and Dennis Hopper are the politicians. <laughs> I would watch a legitimate political movie with the two of them as mm-hmm. politicians. <laughs> anyway. But uh, Kelsey Grammer he, has to be beast. He has to what? Be beast. He has to be beast. <laughs> <laughs> it's beast versus Hannibal Lecter <laughs> for America's vote. And only and only the mailman can decide who wins. Well, why would it have been Hannibal Lecter? What's his name in the movie? Well, Dennis Hopper is not does not play. Oh, Hannibal I thought Lecter. you said Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Hopper? Uh, all right. Uh, I thought you said Hopkins. I haven't seen the movie. Like it's this isn't okay. confusing to people. I just didn't hear you right. I am trying to remember who Dennis Hopper is. He's not the guy who's like the leader of the smokers in Waterworld, is he? Yes, he is. He's <laughs> got a double water world play. Good, good. Also... Uh, uh, it's, it's Beast versus King Koopa. Yeah, true. I was going to say his character from 24, where he has a really bad accent. Uh, Hopper's fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, make him. Isn't he the bad guy in Speed? Uh, he's yes. the good guy in Space Truckers. 
Yeah, he is the good guy in Space Truckers. Arthur's never seen Space Truckers, Brian. Well, I think I mentioned it in one point, and he just thought he had to see it now. Yeah. Yeah, because the the lady in it Mm -hmm. and and the idea of it, it did sound like something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's something to see. Uh, Speaking of something to see. We might we might uh, do a side thing about Ghostbusters, or maybe we just split up our next episode and discuss it with whatever we're doing next. What are we doing next? Uh, that's my call, isn't it? Yes, I've actually sir. decided to give a bit of a present because I was so intrigued by your options mm. that I would like to do the crawling eye. Ah, let's do it. All right. I, it looks like one I'm going to have to like help us all get. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's it. a gift for your mom. Get it for time for Christmas. Pretty cool. You don't have to wait. I'm gonna double check. Oh make sure it hasn't popped up somewhere. I haven't looked up anything about it. I just, I, I, I have no idea what it's about. But the title is intriguing. But I'm not gonna have too many um, expectations. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll just be kind of fun to get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Uh, oh, Pluto TV with ads. Okay. Uh, it might be like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 version, which we wouldn't want to do. But... We, yeah, we don't want to do that. That's no. their commentary. We don't want. Yeah, no. But um, but that's what I'm looking right now to see if it's the actual. Uh, yeah, it's the Mystery Science Theater episode there. Okay. Um, now I'll just I'll just take care of picking up a copy and we'll get to see it. Okay. Uh, if you have AMC, maybe it's the original version. Maybe it's once again Mr. Oh no, that's the original. If you have AMC Plus. No. So well um, for the listeners. Yeah. So we're talking <clears throat> the crawling eye, not to be confused with the crawling hand. Correct. We're going <laughs> I. I I made sure to double check with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, cool. Good Thanks, Brian. Yeah. I was like, oh, I I am intrigued. So Me I too. choose it. Now, for I almost went for in time for uh, Thanksgiving. I was like, we'll do feast, but I was like, nah. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Also, I don't. Uh, yeah, we could have gotten it recorded before. No, it was just, it was just a jokey thing. No, I mean it would have made sense. Yeah. Also, just to call it out, the uh, if you haven't seen it, the. Uh, Um, spit it out it's in there oh my gosh it's there i see it in your head it, it's just kind of on it's hulu almost there. the into the dark series that they did with blumhouse where it was kind of like monthly made for tv movie level movies uh so kind of like lower budget sometimes kind of simple premise but there's some there's some gems in there there's one called pilgrim that's from their second season of the series that's pretty mm-hmm. great where the mom decides to like get everybody in the Thanksgiving spirit by hiring some pilgrim reenactors to come to the house. And they wind up being like crazy fanatics that are shunning them for their modern uses and try to turn them into pilgrims and murder and things. ensue. it's pretty great. Oh, and I think it's the director of feast. Hold on. Let me look it up. Let me look it up now. Oh, oh, because I remember looking up like, who is this director? This is pretty wild. Yeah, Feast is a wild flick. I can't. It'll probably be my next pick, I'll, uh, unless we have to do a Christmas. Christmas. Yep. Well, I thought we were going to dive back into uh, the show West for Memorial. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a special no. episode. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I just meant it's like we we're going to go with Christmas themes, or we we're just going to. Do what we want, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the director is Marcus Dunstan of Feast. Yeah. So yeah, uh, just to keep it on brand, if you wanna, if you've got Hulu, check out Pilgrim. Uh, it's pretty wild. I do. Nobody saw it yet. Oh, no, oh, sir. Like, it's it's ridiculous. It was fun. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you see Feast, you'll be like, yeah, <laughs> that was tame. <laughs> <laughs> Pilgrim, <laughs> like, wow, yeah, he really, he really let off there. <laughs> yeah, he put it, he took his foot off the gas, I imagine, for Pilgrim. Uh, I think that's uh, maybe not. 
anyway cool all right uh ghostbusters afterlife pretty excited we'll see you guys when this drops basically yeah uh, mm. cool uh zach anything else no sir all right brian take it home not sure folks what what of the numerous mistakes in this film i mean fester leaping in you know head first into love or debbie finally finding a home and squandering it you know i guess i guess folks if you're going to have kids save each other from drowning always make sure the saving kid knows how to swim no 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 no